Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So you are back for more. It's Robin Joss On Demand. Some of our favorite moments from the week all linked together from our morning show on Kixie 96.5 in San Diego. We've got a dude named Paul who's in trouble for mowing his lawn during his neighbor's party. Interesting thing about Paul. It's not his neighbor who's mad at him. Paul's wife is all upset with him. Your wife mad at her husband. Super weird. By the way, we're married if you've never heard us before. We have my mom joining us, your mother-in-law, Rob. Mm. She's the... Don't get too excited. She's the ultimate critic and the ultimate Elvis fan and she saw the new movie so she's going to give us her review. It's Share Your Salary where Derek the timeshare consultant tells us a bit about what he does for a living and then he shares his salary. And there's more stuff too and then at the end there's our outtakes which are either like the best part or the worst part of this whole thing. Can't you just delete those? No. I save them. I save them and put them together put them at the end of these podcasts. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe. We'll start with the worst summer job you've ever had you've had one i've had one most of us have had a bad summer job right do you remember kixie 96.5 i was in one of these uh, mom and pop coffee shops and the owners hated each other and they redid the inside of the restaurant and the one owner painted the entire inside of the restaurant bright orange just to take vengeance revenge on the other guy that's kind of passive aggressive isn't it a passive aggressive and aggressive all together at once it was a mess did it help you eat or drink at the restaurant Uh, (laughs) there's nothing that could help that restaurant (laughs) there was nothing for you rob your worst summer job well as you know i was raised in wyoming and i was working at a historic site where i had to dress as a bison and be chased by all these five-year-old kids in a bison hunt and once i was they killed me and Uh i was breathing heavily because i was running and one kid walked over and said it's alive and he kicked me in the face you that whole thing up did you look that up on the internet or something none of that is true but it's a good story thank you i should have gone with it yes triple eight five six oh ninety six five oh if you want to share it summer job time your worst summer job kenny in bonita go ahead i would take groceries out you know day in and day out for people um i was just a bagger at the grocery store and i hated the uniforms would you have a spiked heels and a clown hat or something yeah what right would you have to wear uh, it's just like everything 
everything didn't fit right mm-hmm. and you had to have your hair combed a certain way and you had to make sure that you were shaved and all, all like perfect and uh, just for image you know what kind of grocery store was this one of those fancy dancy high end stores where people buy truffle oil and brie <laughs> that's exactly right yes <laughs> See? there it is <laughs> there then. It okay is. <laughs> Michelle from Chula Vista what was your summer job my worst summer job was um, I was working at a concert arena that was like an outdoor amphitheater and I rented lawn chairs to people and then collected them at the end of the night and we had to wash them like twice a week too and it was awful Ew, washing somebody else's lawn, lawn chair, chair sending out the sun for three hours Ew. in shorts oh. and drinking beer and dropping hot dog bits on you <laughs> and probably some chocolate stuff too that they had for dessert and you gotta wash it off it was disgusting <laughs> I don't think there's enough money my friend no I think it was six fifty an hour yeah I'm really glad that you stopped at like the chocolate they had for dessert and didn't go any further with what else could be on those lawn I chairs I did think about it I know you did think back remember when you were younger and you had that one summer job that you just hated Kixie 96.5 we're Rob and Joss summer job time 888-560-9650 Ashley and Encinitas what was yours I will not say that it was my worst summer job but it was the worst job to have during the summer I worked at a restaurant and in, in the summer in LA it's really hot it was a famous for brunch restaurant so during those hot summer brunch mornings when people come in for three hours and are just swinging mimosas mm. and we're like rushing around in our like thick long pants jeans and it was just bad news all around Mm-mm. Mm, I am not dealing with brunchy people I mean I'll go for brunch I don't judge you if you go for brunch I love a Bloody Mary or mimosa but no in 102 degree weather I am not dealing with with that what about a raspberry bellini oh yes did you serve those no we did not we were like a wine and bar restaurant so we had like a certain percentage of alcohol that we weren't able to serve over but we made lots of like mimosa like tight bubbly drinks Mm, okay raspberry bellini um i had to bring that up you had to bring that up we had those and we sound very fancy we had raspberry bellinis in coronado (laughs) the other week and they were delicious oh Oh my god we're turning into those brunch people you dealt with Your worst summer job. Do you remember? Kixie 96.5. You know what's consistent with every story? Hmm. Bosses generally stink on ice. Yeah. And the pitiful, embarrassing hourly wage you were saddled with. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, there is that. Now, you had a summer job where didn't you get fired because you worked too fast? It was at a gas station. Uh-huh. And a real old guy and his son operated it. Yeah. And I was out at the pumps and I kept working fast because I thought I should earn my $2.25 an hour. Right. And I embarrassed them because I moved too quickly and they looked bad. So they sat you down and they and were fired like... fired me. They were like, son... Yeah. <laughs> but they did it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk to you. 888 your worst summer job. Jennifer in Carlsbad. When I was young, I, I'm from a really small town and there was just one gas station in town. They made me one of those people that spin the signs out on the highway. So it was on the highway. Um, so everybody that went by, you know, they're all people that are from my town and they all knew it was me and I was just incredibly embarrassed. My boss made me do funny dances. Like I wasn't just spinning the sign. I was 
going all out and he gave me bonus um the crazier that i spun the shine oh god so what the faster you spun the more money you got yes exactly if, if for example if somebody made a comment that oh wow i saw your sign spinner or something like that and he would give me a bonus what kind of bonus like how much like he would give me it was this was a long time ago so he would give me like an extra five bucks or he would let me take home some free things from the gas station you, you got some twinkies and a dr pepper and you spun it like a helicopter and flew away <laughs> Yes, I tried to fly away. That was I was trying to fly away. He's all here. Take some free things from the gas station. He's like, leave your dignity and take yeah, these twinkies. You're, you're, you're working hard for Fritos. <laughs> I know that would be Elvis Presley. Kixie ninety six point five. You know, it was hard to find that song yeah. because all we have is Elvis Presley Christmas songs. Right, we have yeah. all Christmas songs in our system from Elvis. Like 40, are, 40 of them, I think. Because we are the Christmas station in, in the winter and then um, Devil in Disguise for some reason. We're Rob and Joss and why do we have Elvis Presley Devil in Disguise? So your mother can come on the radio. <laughs> exactly! My mother is the ultimate critic and the ultimate Elvis fan. She did go see the movie. She's going to give us her review. Hello, mother. Hello, kid. How are you doing? Good. But say hello to your mother-in-law, Rob. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> My mother is the ultimate Elvis fan, and you saw the Elvis movie over the weekend, so I thought, what better person than to give us an opinion or a review? Yeah, so put your dad on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Presley was your first love, right? Oh, my God. I fell in love with him when I was about eight years old, and I have loved him every day since. Oh. And your dad? No, I just... <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, him too, but, I mean, let's face it, I mean, he ain't Elvis. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw the Elvis movie. How was it? Actually, I thought it was an extraordinarily good movie. Um, uh, Tom Hanks, who played uh, Colonel Tom Parker, was amazing in it. Um, and then the young fellow who played Elvis, I thought Elvis had come back. I really did. He was, oh, he was amazing. His singing was wonderful. And I learned a lot about Elvis that I didn't know. So so you, you gave it five peanut butter and nanner sandwiches. Absolutely. Okay. Actually, I gave it five and a half. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, like, what would we give the movie? Yeah, peanut butter and nanner sandwiches mm-hmm. is absolutely <laughs> perfect. Well, then Rob and I are going to schedule. I think we should go see it. I think we should see it tomorrow. Tomorrow, Rob. I think we should schedule some well, time. You can see to that of that Jerry Garcia movie from The Grateful Dead, which is not supposed to be very good. Is that in theaters? Did you just make that up? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, the the end the the ending of the movie has a little bit of a surprise, so pay attention to the end of end of the movie because I was um, quite taken with it. But, He's um, really alive and living with Tupac. Yeah, they're <laughs> exactly. <doing> it. <laughs> yes, and the and the music they're making is just going to blow everything away. I'll tell you. Uh, All right, Mom. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate your review of the Elvis movie since you're the ultimate Elvis fan. Thank you very much. Tell her she's beautiful. beautiful. (laughs) Tell her she's beautiful. I I, I can only go to a certain point. Sorry. Okay, Elvis has left the building. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. You guys have a nice day.
Okay, love you, bye. Bye. Hey, bye-bye. Dilemmas, problems, issues. Which way to go? What to do? You be the judge with Robin Joss. Mornings on Kixie 96.5. Have you a moral or ethical dilemma? A plight? Kixie listeners are more than happy to give you a hand to help you out. This time, Paul in Lemon Grove has a neighbor issue and a wife issue. Go ahead, Paul. Well, it's grad season and, uh, you know, parties are happening all the time. And one of those just so happened to be on Saturday afternoon in my neighbor's yard that we're right behind. And that day I went out and I cut the grass while my wife and son went out to run some errands. As soon as she got home, she saw the grass was cut. She said I was being a jerk for doing it during their party. When was I supposed to do it? By the time my wife got back, it was time for my son to lay down for a nap. And we had plans for all day on Sunday. She was mortified that I, I chose to do it then. I said I didn't notice any dirty looks coming my way. But she is so mad at me. So was I a jerk for cutting my grass during the grad party? Sounds like you were under some kind of time constraints, too, huh? Uh, you know, I just wanted to, you know, to take advantage of the time. Yeah. So we're going to find out from Kixie listeners, was Paul a jerk for mowing during the party? Or was he just trying to get stuff done? And that's what happens in a neighborhood. You be the judge. 888-560-9650. I mean, you had a grass catcher on at least, right? You weren't like, flinging it into their yard during the party. <laughs> Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you be the judge, 888-560-9650. Kixie 96.5. You be the judge with Robin Joss on Kixie 96.5. Paul from Lemon Grove has a wife that is mad at him. Imagine that. <laughs> You don't know anything about that, do you? Nope. But is he in the right? This is where you be the judge. Paul, give us a quick recap. It's grad season and, uh, you know, parties are happening all the time. And one of those just so happened to be on Saturday afternoon in my neighbor's yard. We're right behind. And that day I went out and I cut the grass while my wife and son went out to run some errands. As soon as she got home, she saw the grass was cut. She said I was being a jerk for doing it during their party. When was I supposed to do it? By the time my wife got back, it was time for my son to lay down for a nap and we had plans for all day on Sunday but she's so mad at me so was I a jerk for cutting my grass during the grad party so what do you think Paul's wife is she right for being miffed that he mowed the lawn during that party or Paul for just trying to get the job done I mean I gotta say he's innocent like he's trying to help out around the house he's busy all day on Sunday they obviously not gonna have time to do it then he's gotta work during the week so it's like it's part of the neighborhood yeah there's grad parties happening, but come on, that's like a charming neighborhood thing that happens. Someone's mowing their lawn. It's not like the party was happening at his house, like he was mowing through tables and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I would be mortified if that's what was happening. He's on one of those rider lawnmowers with a beer in his hand. Yeah. Woo! Right. Excuse me, table four. I yeah. need you to move. I gotta get your, through here. Your beer's here, table four. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine in San Diego, you be the judge. Well, I agree with his wife. I don't understand why men are so obsessed with the cutting the grass schedule. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like they act like if they skip one time, the entire neighborhood's property values will plummet. You know, it's like... The whole world will crumble down. <laughs> right. If they miss a scheduled grass cutting. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. This is an SGC scheduled grass cutting. <laughs> I see it on my spreadsheet right, here. Uh, right here. Virginia and Oceanside. Well, if you really want my honest opinion, guys, I think the neighbors were the jerks for not inviting the neighbor. Ah. Huh, okay. Ah. That way you wouldn't be mowing the lawn. Right. I mean, like, if I was throwing a huge graduation party and didn't invite my neighbors... I would kind of take it like, no wonder they're mowing the lawn. He's letting me know that he's Robert, this reminds me of a story. Oh, boy. Remember when we were in Canada in my Uncle Ricky's backyard, Mm -hmm. and he had the above-ground pool and lots of beer. We're hanging with the relatives, and that neighbor Todd started to trim his hedges. That's just because he liked to look at people in bikinis. He did, actually. Todd was gross. And so my uncle, remember my uncle confronting Todd over the hedges in the middle of the party? (laughs) So um, what's your opinion? Who's right? Is Paul right for trying to mow the lawn, or is his wife right? I think the wife is right. Okay. I think you can just wait on it another week. It's not going to kill anybody. Don't cause any problems, especially if you haven't really made super good friends yet with them. That's very hard to dispute because I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking like, well, these are like, it was one thing with gross Todd, but it kind of sounded like Paul was just trying to do the right thing for his family and mowing the lawns, just something that sort of happens in a neighborhood. But I would like to believe that neither you nor I would necessarily do that in the middle of the neighbor's party. So what is your opinion? Who do you think? think is right. The verdict in the next 10 minutes is you be the judge. Right here on Kixie 96.5. The dilemma has been heard. The verdict given. Here it is. You be the judge with Robin Joss on Kixie 96.5. So the question is, is Paul a bad guy for mowing the lawn during his neighbor's graduation party? Paul was trying to mow the lawn a couple weekends ago because he knew his time was restricted for getting this done. So he mows the lawn while his wife is out. His wife and son come home. His wife discovers, oh, hey, the lawn is mowed. Great, but aren't the neighbors in the middle of a party? What kind of person are you for mowing during their party? Hope nobody has allergies. You gave us your judgments. That's just really bad timing. I mean, it seems like common sense. Would you want to be hosting a party and all of a sudden the racket of your neighbor's lawnmower is going by? I mean, seems common sense to me. Don't do it. No, I don't think he was a jerk. He thought he was doing something good for his wife and his son and, and the yard. Paul, the verdict is in. Are you writhing with anticipation? Yeah. All right. Bailiff producer Sparkles, what say you? All right, Paul. Now it looks like 60% of Kixie listeners say you probably shouldn't have been mowing your lawn during your neighbor's gathering. <laughs> not so bad you know now now you know just to be a little bit more aware you know for the future you know it's it's a quiet more yeah i don't know yeah just just you know just for the future paul you sound like a good man you sound like you're trying to do the right thing that's what i'm thinking you know it's all right i was cutting the grass i know i know god knows you're minding my own business minding your own business maybe having a cold beer afterwards i get it man Absolutely. Just remember for next time. It's all right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Join us next week for another dilemma, problem, or issue. You be the judge with Robin Joss on Kixie 96.5. The 5 at 535. Five things you kind of, sort of, maybe need to know with Robin Joss on Kixie 96.5. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. It's up to you and that smart mind of yours this morning. May I say happy Canada Day to you, Jocelyn? Oh, it's Canada Day! Yes! 
Because my uh, family's Canadian. She's got rallies up there. Yeah, matter of fact, I got Canadian blood, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Big day for me. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. What, what do they do? They just, you know, um, it's really funny. Eat be- some moose jerky and have a Molson? Well, they do that. But it's very funny. There are fireworks. It's very much like American Fourth of July. And you go into their grocery store and they have all the stuff like we do, but there's no blue. It's red and white Canada yeah. Day cupcakes and they have their flags out and the whole thing. And uh, between, back in the day, between Detroit and Windsor, which is Windsor, which is Canada and the United States, they used to launch fireworks over the river. At each other? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun, wouldn't it? That was a little scary. <laughs> Take this, America, eh? Hey. All right. Let's move on to important stuff like Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, gracious. Those poor buggers. Yeah, apparently they're turning off the air conditioning to save some money. How did such a wonderful store go so wrong? It used to be so cool. Oh. Now you go in and there's nothing in there and everybody's wow. moping around. And it was like, and you'd go in like there. It's work. <laughs> It used to be intoxicating yeah. to go in there. Yeah. The producers of the James Bond movie say he's being completely reinvented for the next installment. Could that be a woman? That'd be completely oh. reinvented. Just, you know. Okay, we'll, in, we'll leave it at that. In Florida, you can now be fined up to $114 for playing your music too loud in the car. Shut up, really? It's fun in Florida. That's stupid. I'm sorry, because I know people are so annoying when they're like sitting there at a red light bumping the bass and stuff. But yeah, I could do it with Mozart. Prokofiev. I, I know. Crank it up on the street. It is funny when you pull up to someone like that and then you turn, you know. Yeah. Ears up. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, there you go. A coffee shop in Michigan tried to get Def Leppard to show up to promote their new brown sugar latte. Response letter from Def Leppard's reps. Sure. No, no. problem. $500,000. Oh. Mm. They were just trying to do something yeah. fun. God, pee all over their parade. That's what people do. That's right. Only one person in history has ever been hit by a meteorite. It's minding your own business. Yeah. Here comes that sucker. It was a woman named Anne. Hodges in Alabama in 1954, a chunk of meteorite broke through her ceiling, hit her in the thigh. Weird. Yeah, but she survived. It's okay. Like, how weird would that be? That'd be very strange. That's all we have to say about that. That'd be very weird, wouldn't it? Yes. It'd be very strange. Very strange. <laughs> Share your salary. people make for a living, but it's always been taboo to ask until now. Kixie 96.5 Mornings with Robin Joss. Morning show producer Sparkles is here too. Last time on Share Your Salary, we learned that Kathy, the daycare provider from San Diego, makes $28,000 a year. On the phone with us right now is Derek, the timeshare consultant from Rancho Santa Fe. Derek, how are you today? Good, how are you doing? We're doing pretty well. We appreciate you coming on the radio here and sharing your salary. What we're going to do, Derek, is we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. We'll ask you a bunch of questions. Now, when we're done, we'll play a three-minute song. We'll guess what we think you make, and then you will tell us, all right? That sounds fine. All then. <laughs> 60 seconds starts right now. Derek is a timeshare consultant. In case nobody knows the meaning of that, what is it that you do? I ask people where they want to go on vacations, and I sell them either a few days out of the year, a couple weeks out of the year, uh, months, points. It all it all depends on what they want. So I basically just sit there and ask them questions. And if they lie to me, they're not getting a good product. What are your qualifications for this job? Asking good questions and making sure that reading people properly. Do you get commission off this? 
Absolutely. Is this full-time with benefits? Depends on, on, on uh, how many ups you get. It depends on the company. It depends on what what uh, what, you know, what specific position that the person has. But for me, yeah, I'm full-time and, and, I, and I work harder than most people. Where is the weirdest place a client ever asked to be time-shared? <laughs> Probably their hometown. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so did you did you give them a deal? Well, that's like if that's what they want, not everybody knows what they want or need for that matter. So you know you got to be smart. When you are you in a in like a place where you sell these timeshares, where like you're working from maybe the time one of the timeshare condo buildings or hotels where you have people in and give them breakfast and a free gift. Yes, for some companies it is that, but yes, the for the one that I work for, yes. Do you get any perks out of the deal? Absolutely, they're called spits. If you do a certain thing or make a certain deal, how yeah. did you how did you get into this job? Yeah, all about who you know and and, and just walking in and saying, "Hey, look, I'm going to try and figure this out and see what happens." Well, really quick, who is a timeshare good for? Good for then? Is it good for like retired people or who is it good for? Let's just be real. Like, if you don't have more than seventy five thousand that you're making a year individually, and that's what, then it just don't do it because you just can't afford it. Yeah, you'll be timesharing in your own hometown again. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and, and why do people love timeshares and why do people hate them? Who loves them? Who hates them? The people who hate them are the people who don't actually know how they truly operate and asking really hard questions like, show me all the details. Like, show me exactly the fine line. Take their time. Spend all day with them. Take their time. That is their job. They're selling time. And by the way, no is a complete sentence. So if it's not for you, say no. All right. Oh, Derek, the timeshare consultant from Rancho Santa Fe. How much does he make? Well, you can give us a call. 888 Take a guess if you'd like to. Make sure you give us your name and city. And uh, we will um, we'll put your guests on the radio here on Kixie. We will find out what Derek makes in three minutes here on Kixie 96.5. Because we've always wanted to know what people make for a living, but it's been taboo to ask. It is Share Your Salary. Kixie 96.5, Mornings with Robin Joss. Our morning show producer, Sparkles, is here, too. And Derek from Rancho Santa Fe, who is a timeshare consultant. Joss, you want to recap what Derek does? Okay, this is an intense one. This is a juicy one. Something we learned here, Sparkles loves timeshare presentations. I love them. Man. Have I, you been to timeshare I've presentations? I've been to a few, actually. You know, they're so, they want to help you. They really do. It's just a matter of, can you afford it? Can I afford it? No. But, you know, they give you breakfast. They pump <laughs> you up. I see. And then they give you, like, vouchers for dinner or something. <laughs> so, so, you know? so, so basically, you're going for the free food. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Sparkles loves going to timeshare All right. presentations. Let's review here. Oh, now we know your plans for the weekend. <laughs> All right, let's have a review here of what Derek does. Um, this can be full-time with benefits, and for Derek, it is. He got this job just by asking. He was curious, hey, uh, do you have any openings? He went in and did it. Maybe one day Sparkles will do that. Um, <laughs> there are perks. You can get, like, spiffs if you do a good job. Um, people who don't like timeshares just don't know how they operate, and if you're going to get into one, you should ask lots and lots of questions. If you would like a timeshare, you need to make at least $75,000, like, per person, and all also, the biggest lesson today is no is a complete sentence. If something is not right for you, say no and move on. We have a listener guess. We've got a listener guess in downtown. Ronnie is guessing that Derek makes $105,000 a year. Wow. Okay. Well, Sparks, what do you think? I, I mean, was, this is your hobby. Yes. After all. 
<laughs> a girl can dream, okay? Um, I'm guessing about 90000 a year. Jocelyn? I'm really close to you, Sparkles. I'm guessing 87000 mm, a, a year. One. So we'll see. We'll I close. am going low. I'm going 68.5. No way. All right, Derek, share your salary. 231000 last year. $231,000? What? what? That's super hot. That's, what? Wow. That, is that how much you made last year? Yes. You're what? lying. You are. No way. You made $231,000 selling timeshares? <laughs> it's not impossible. Like I said, if you ask the right questions, if you get in front of the right people, and if you make the right sale, you can do a good job. This is why I love timeshare meetings, because they pump you up, they excite you about your time is important. Wow. You know, experiences. I, I like you, Dude, okay, I well, like Sparkles has been good working with you. It's safe to say that we're all in the wrong business. Wow. <laughs> hey, Derek, thank you so much for spending some time with us and sharing your salary. We, we shockingly appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, remember, the reason why Share Your Salary Works is because of you. You don't have to use your name or tell us where you work, but call us now at 888-560-9650 or text SALARY to 20357 to participate. That's SALARY to 20357. Share Your Salary helps everybody, but we do need you. Kixie 96.5. It has been voted the most beautiful Paul Pita Pa Beautiful Paul. Hi hi beautiful. Haven't you always wanted to ask that question? Hey, so how much do you make? Oh, uh, uh, you don't make much for radio, do you? Because you're not very good at it. Constipating. Five, and you may write a review of your own when you visit them to get ready for the holiday season. What? What does that mean? Uh, it means that, like, when you visit them... That sentence made sense, so I'll leave it there then. Yeah, and you may write a review of your own when you visit them to get ready for the holiday season. (laughs) We're going to have to move this commercial. Yeah, this is not good. When you visit them, you don't have to put... You don't have to... (laughs) That sentence made sense? Did it make sense to you? It's the little things in life. A soft... (laughs) <laughs> is this due tomorrow yes okay hold on we're confused why you keep coming back but thanks for listening to this week's rob and joss on demand our favorite moments from our morning show from kixie and san diego all linked together and if you liked it we would love it if you would subscribe because that does our low self-esteem some good we need that too hey thanks for listening this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 